Hey, hey, everyone. It is Allison, and we are here today with It's Simple Yada, where we sit and we talk about life and how we walk out our lives using the words and principles that we find in the Bible. And I am your lovely host. I am so excited to be here with you guys today. I'm excited to talk with you guys today about the topic that I have. Um, but before I even get started, right? Listen, we've, we've been hanging for a while and I really want to get to know you guys. So if you can do me a favor, like, share, and subscribe, right? Like it. Share it with your friends, share it with a person who you think will benefit from it, and subscribe. You know, I've been looking at the algorithm, and we are making headway, and I'm excited about that, and I want us to continue to trust. I want us to continue to impact the kingdom, or to impact your friends who are not yet in the kingdom. I'm excited. Um, So, I can't do that without you, and you guys have been great so far, so please, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about something, and it is going to be interesting because this this is definitely going to be a shift for me, and I think it's going to be a shift for some of you guys, too, especially those ones who relate to it. But um, this one I actually got, like, this morning. I woke up this morning and decided to do um, some skin to skin with God. And if you're not familiar with skin to skin, I'm going to encourage you to do it. It's literally where you sit in the presence of the Lord. You can put on worship music, um, but like you don't say anything, you don't talk, you don't speak. And you literally just allow the Lord to breathe into you like you lay on his chest and you just allow the Holy Spirit to come in and hug on you and love on you and to download into you, you know, those things that he hasn't had a chance to do yet, right? So in our alone time today, in our in our space, right? I happened to be listening to this worship song and it literally kept on saying like goodbye fear goodbye uh, shame but hello joy hello peace Um, and like as this song was playing the Lord literally told me to get up, go look in the mirror, and tell myself hello. For today started a new day of a new me. Right? And I was like, what, Lord? And he's, you know, I literally got up and I went in the bathroom and I said hello to myself in the mirror. And I started prophesying over myself, which is something like I never do. But literally everything that the Lord had told me to say to myself, I did. And I didn't realize what I was doing in that moment. And it took me all day to figure out why that was so impactful today. But the Lord literally showed me 
that in me saying hello, I was saying goodbye to an old identity, an old core, an old understanding of myself. And I was stepping into the new identity that he has been pushing me to birth forth for quite some time. And how in my last season, he was shaping and shifting me for this shift that had occurred um, and was like, completed and realized this morning and it was heavy um it was definitely heavy I noticed in myself uh, a new level of a spiritual sensitivity to things that I hadn't noticed before but have always been there as well as an acute sense of wisdom and understanding strategic and logistical things that the Lord downloaded to me this morning and so in this process today it really helped me to understand why it was so important for me to get my mind right why it was so important for me to be pruned but also why it was so important for me to consecrate and intercede for myself and others the way I have been doing this past year. When I say that this past year has been the most hardest season of fasting, intercessing, praying, um, and spending time with the Lord, it really has been the hardest season. There has been a tug and a pull on my heart that I have never had before. And so this year I found myself doing major fasts, like 30 day fast, 40 day fast, back to back to back. And it was not the plan. Um, it definitely was not the plan. I definitely had planned to eat some Swiss rolls this year. Um, and I don't think I I did as many as I thought I would, but, but God, literally. So, the one thing I wanted to talk about today was consecrating while you're in the secret place, right? Consecrating while you are in the secret place. So, what, like, what is a secret place? We have scriptures that say, like, he who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the almighty right and we've always wondered like what is a secret place is it a physical place right um can i can i take a car and go there and like what's the prerequisite like how does this work and i think for so many of us we have found out that the secret place is not just refuge right the secret place is whatever you needed to be in this season that you're in it could be a place of refuge where you go and you're hidden from the attacks of the world the attacks of satan the attacks of the devil but it can also be a place of healing it can be 
a stop in between where you just, you know, grab you something to eat and keep it pushing. It could be the peace of home, right? Like when you go back home after you haven't been to your mom and dad's house for a minute and you just want to teach your mom's good cooking. It could be that for you. It could be a cocoon in which you are protected on the outside, but on the inside, you're being melted, reconstructed, and recreated into what the Lord is calling you to do, right? We always have seen the secret place as this one thing, but it's very multifaceted. It has different purposes for different people, depending on the place you are in your life. And I think that's why the secret place is so potent, but it's always slept upon. Right? I know in this season for me, it was where I laid my head before and after my grief. Right? Um, In between my seasons of grieving, because, you know, grief is not just death right grief for me was grieving leaving the life that I've known for so long in a different state and then moving and transitioning into another state learning getting what the Lord needed me to get in some true prophet status and then moving from this state to a new state in under a year um I had to grieve those movements Right, I had to grieve those relationships that were torn or they were kind of severed. I had to grieve some church hurt that I experienced and I had to grieve who I was when I came to those places because when I left, I was nowhere near the same. I was grieving uh, my heart and the loss of relationships and the loss of friendships and just the loss of the person that I thought I was you know steady and stable in my identity and the Lord was like this was never your identity this was what you picked up um and he made me put it down so that he could turn me into or or transform me into who I am in the process of still becoming right So as I'm grieving all of this stuff and then my father passes, I'm now grieving that. And throughout this whole time, like I'm consecrating, I'm fasting. And I never understood like why I'm still consecrating and why I'm still fasting. Like my heart is hurt. I'm bent over. I'm out of shape. Spiritually, I just feel like I'm getting knocked upside the head. I had a strong knuck if you buck in the spirit, but I'm really getting knocked upside the head. Like I looked at the Lord and was like, why these demons got socks with locks in it and I'm out here just trying to fight with my bare hands? Like, where is my reinforcement? I did not realize that these attacks had already been dealt with. I didn't realize that what I was feeling was residue and not physical attacks. And I also didn't realize that my community was my physical secret place, but the Lord was my spiritual secret place. The Lord was my spiritual friend. The Lord was my spiritual confidant. And 
it took me a while to realize just how protected I was, how surrounded I was, right? And so it became important for me to produce even in my secret place. It became important for me to produce while I have protection. Not saying that I'm not always protected, but it's an added level of protection when the father puts you in his secret place. And you're probably wondering like, well, why is that Allison? Let me tell you why. Because when, like, think about it, like, if you and your friends have a secret hiding place, nobody knows about it but you and your friends. You know that unless somebody just happens to stumble up upon it, nobody is going to find out about your secret place, right? Let's say like maybe it was your tree house. Maybe it was like something that you had built in the woods. I don't know. I do all that stuff. But like I had me, I had a secret fort that I had made and I had put it in a corner that was good for me because I could see everything that was in the room but nobody could see me unless I wanted them to that is literally how the secret place with with God is set up for you it's strategically placed and logistically placed so that you can see everything that is going on around you you can see your surroundings you can see what is happening but those things can't see you until the Lord is ready for them to and that's powerful that is that is so powerful that we serve a god that would be so mindful of us that he puts us in a place where we're able to see everything play out we're able to see our enemies become our footstools we're able to see our friends who we thought were our friends walk away we're able to see why these connections why these relationships just were not for us anymore and he does it and they and they get cut we may feel it but we're also protected right we're protected and we're kept and he helps us to navigate those emotions and navigate those feelings and all the while we're here thinking why is all of this happening like why is why is my life falling apart why is my life in shambles why am i struggling when the lord is like i'm just breaking apart the things that you constructed and putting together the things that i need he is bringing apart those things that we thought we needed the life that we thought we needed to have and he's reconstructing his perfect order in our lives through his through his level of what we would call chaos right and it it's it, it just blows my mind it blows my mind because we'll think that our lives are falling apart we'll think that everything is being stripped from us and the Lord is like with my perfect order 
I am building up a strong foundation in you. And what other way to build us but to break us? What other way to prune us but to cut us? Right? What other way for us to show forth who he wants us to be unless we walk through the trial? And that is literally how our lives will be. And I think that we always think that it's something negative, like we've always done something wrong. But sometimes you're going through the fire because you're doing everything right. Um, And that's just what it is. You're being attacked because you're doing everything right. You're being um, beat up aside the head on every side because you're doing everything right. And it's to make you stronger. It's to build you up. But it's also to show you your strength right because if it's one thing i know god ain't create no punk and he ain't create no winkling all right catch that later so the other thing that happened for me today was while the lord was dropping all of this down to me i was like well why is it so important that we end up in a hiding place other than the fact that you know we need to be loved on kept protected like what else makes the hiding place so well and he was like as i am pruning you as i am growing you as i am shaping you i'm also giving you the qualities you need to be a servant and i'm like a servant like we all know we're gonna do some servant leadership like we know that but why like why is serving why being why is being a servant so important so the lord literally took me to isaiah 44 and 21 and it says remember these things jacob and israel you are my servant i formed you you are my servant you will never be forgotten and we always know in the bible when When things are said more than once in the Bible, it's because there's an emphasis on the statement, you are my servant. Like, I already know that, but why is being a servant so important, right? And so I literally looked up the word servant and why it was so important, and it literally exudes the characteristics of Christ. Like, a servant doesn't need like understands that they don't need to be right all the time they understand the wisdom and humility and like some of the characteristics of a servant are listening empathy healing awareness and loving kindness right these are the things that the lord wants to birth in us because this is literally what we're going to need to serve his people like being a servant having humility right being vulnerable having empathy being compassionate having healing powers or having the power to know that our words can change something like servants have these qualities which means that they also have wisdom and they have knowledge on when to use them and how to use them This is the stuff that the Lord wants to bring to us while we are in his secret place. This is the people that he is calling us to be outside of his secret place. 
But sometimes in order for us to get there, he has to take us to his secret place and take us through some stuff and love on us while we're in the stuff and protect us from the darts that are trying to penetrate us while we're in our vulnerable state so that he can continue to mold us. If you're listening to this tonight, just know like you're being pruned for love. You're being pruned out of love that if you're in a secret place and you're not sure, if you're not sure, you probably are. Just know that. If you're not sure that you're in a secret place, like talk to the Lord about it. But I'm pretty sure you are. If you think this is for you, it's for you. That's just that's just the, the intercessor prophet in you that is coming forth, right? And so in these seasons in the secret place, I, I urge you to, to get to know God. I urge you to consecrate. I urge you to to intercess for people, understanding that consecration and intercession are ways that the word can go before you to where you're going and it'll meet you there and will have already produced based off of your faith. When we turn down our plates, we're showing the Lord that we are willing to kill our flesh for a better knowledge and a better understanding of him. That we are willing to kill our flesh to hear from him. We are willing to kill our flesh for ourselves to be used by him. And there is nothing better that we can do than to show him that's the type of trust and love that we have for him. Knowing that that's the type of love and trust that he has for us. When was the last time that you really sat down with the Lord and asked him, what do you want from me? Not what do I need from you because I need so much. But what do you want from me? When was the last time that you sat down and you asked God, like, in this time that I'm in your secret place, what are you trying to teach me? What What is it that you want me to hold in my heart? These are the questions that I implore you to ask. These are the questions that I implore you to seek him out for. Because if you ask and you believe in faith, he's going to give it to you. And it says it in the word. Like, go check it out. In the meantime, just know, if you're striving for purpose, you're going to find it in the Lord. If you're striving for purpose and you're striving for the Lord and you are in his alignment, that he's going to bring you a perfect peace. And until the next time, my loves, be safe, be secure, be confident, and go forth in your identity.